Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to a court of fairies and fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Um, we are back for episode. I should have looked this up before. I think five, six. six. Episode six. We're on episode six of this season, yes. and it's this season's going to be sixteen episodes. So we're like almost halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, that's I was exciting. Say, I was trying to do math right there. I was like, "What was is math?" This we're recording on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and that's not normal for Sarah and I. No, and I think our brains are just a little slower yeah. this morning. Um. Anyway, we're gonna be doing chapters twenty-one through twenty-four, and we're calling this set of chapters "Turn a Blind Eye, Chaperone," mm. because it's a great quote. It's a great quote, like. I love that quote so much. Okay. Anyway, um, let's dive in with chapter 21. Mm -hmm. A summary is Elaine and Nesta argue over Elaine's volunteering and Feyre shares some news. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Elaine is finally standing up for herself. Mm -hmm. I love how vocal she is and like how determined to help she is. Like, yes, I'm just so proud of her. Yeah. Like this was like, it felt like very strong character growth yeah and like i almost want to say like i feel like we're finally seeing who elaine can be Mm -hmm. you know yeah i love it so yeah so it starts and i'm just like heck yes elaine like because okay so the end of the last chapter elaine steps up and she says like i will find the troves yep and I'm just so proud of her. But, like, Nesta stands up and she's like, no. Which, mm-hmm. I'm like, you do not get to control your sister. You do not. But Elaine responds. She's like, you do not decide what I can and cannot do, Nesta. Yes. Yes. Yes, Elaine. Go, Elaine. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like, Nesta has always been very protective of mm-hmm. Elaine. And so that's why she's having these, like, reactions to Elaine trying to, like, step up. Yep. Um, and so the two of them are basically arguing (laughs) yeah it's definitely the first time we've seen an argument between these two as yeah as intense as this i think we've seen like these like little spats but they're they are going back and forth Mm -hmm. and you know i just really appreciate how like elaine is like taking ownership of her life and like 
throwing in Nesta's face, like the critiques that she's had. So, you know, in that previous little spat that they had in the library in the House of Wind, she's like, are you going to tend like your little garden and Mm -hmm. do that? And so now she's like, shall I tend to my little garden forever? You can't have it both ways. You cannot resent my decision to lead a small, quiet life while also refusing to let me do anything greater. Mm. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And also, I'm a firm believer that like both things are valid and valuable. So like, I love that Elaine has that smaller, quiet life, but Mm -hmm. is willing to adventure. It like, it makes me think of hobbits. Like I just, you know, (laughs) so it's like, I just, I love this for her and I love the way she's stepping up and I'm like so bothered by Nesta treating her Mm -hmm. like she can't handle it. Like she's a child, Mm -hmm. like she doesn't understand. And it's like, she went through the same thing you did, Nesta. Like, you both have extremely shared experiences. Mm-hmm. What do you think she can't do or handle? I know. And Vanessa makes, like, a low blow. She says, look who decided to grow claws after all. Maybe you'll become interesting at last, Elaine. I was like, really? Like, yeah. I mean, we're all thinking it a little bit. Yeah. But, like, you don't say that to your sister. No. But, like, I mean, everybody can clearly see, like, it's a physical reaction that Elaine has to it. Like, she's in just, like, pain because yep. of what she said. But I was so impressed with her. She doesn't, like, lash out or anything like that. Her response is, I went into the cauldron, too, you know, and it captured me. And yet, somehow, all you think of is what my trauma did to you. Preach it, girl. Yeah. I, I like that she says that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, hello, I was affected, too. Yep. Not just you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so this next part just made me go, like... Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, Nesta turns to Feyre and is like, can't you find the trove? And I'm like, hold on a minute. Why is Feyre, like, why are you willing to risk Feyre, mm-hmm. but not Elaine? Yeah. Like, you're just the worst sister. And she, like, even, know, like, she reflects on that as she's doing it. She's like, I know I had no right to ask, like, that I was clearly choosing Elaine over Feyre. And I'm like, okay. Then so why? why? Why are you? I'm just, like, I understand Feyre has more powers and more training. Mm-hmm. But it's also just, like, she's your sister, too. Right. And she clearly would have stepped up if she could have. Yes. Like, I feel like Feyre's always the one to self-sacrifice. So, like, if she could have done it, she would have. Well, let's like... also just say she's always the one to self-sacrifice. Yeah. Maybe someone else can have a freaking turn. Yeah. I don't know. We're clearly Feyre's dance. I just was, like... I was like, wow. I think also just like the big sister energy in me was mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. You step up, big sister. You, I know. Like, come on. But we find out why Feyre has not readily stepped up. And mm-hmm. it's because she's having a baby. She is prego. Which like, I don't know. How did you feel when the pregnancy of Feyre was announced? I mean, I think both you and I are not fans of like the family trope yes. very much, like <laughs> which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I also, it kind of irks me in that we've talked so much about how it's so hard for the Fae to conceive. It's mm-hmm. so hard for them to have a family. Like even in the last book, like the weaver that we meet, she's with her husband for 300 years Yeah, and they were never able to conceive. And mm-hmm. just miraculously. This quickly. This, like literally they've been married for a year. Yeah. And she decided three months ago yeah that they're open to having children and she's already two months pregnant yeah like so after one month of trying you're like you're magically pregnant really like again timelines timelines they're little like (laughs) it's it's too happy yeah it's like it's 
it's too convenient that you're pregnant already. Yeah, I feel like the way like Wings and Ruin ended and obviously the Frost and Starlight novella, mm-hmm. it was clear we were heading this way with right. them. So it wasn't like a whiplash, like what yeah. moment. But to your point, how is it happened that quickly? Yeah, and I don't know if it's, Maybe they weren't stressed because they knew that they would have a kid since, like, the bone carver showed them, like, what their child would look like. Yeah, maybe the fates are like, we need this kid to come out ASAP. Maybe. I don't know. But I just, it's it's too convenient. It is very. It's too easy for them. Very convenient. Um, But everyone seems very happy about the news, Mm -hmm. obviously. Nesta is kind of like, quiet about it but cassian and asriel are like freaking out Mm -hmm. amarin is like whoa i can't wait like that's why the shield was up we learned like to protect her scent because she has like a change in and to scent or and to protect her just like physically right yeah (laughs) because reese is overprotective yes because he's a two Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but i thought it was interesting how like him and nesta had this like silent exchange yeah of just like Reese almost just being like, I will kill you if you mess with her. And Nesta's like, I'm not going to mess with her. And then they're like, good. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. It's just like a silent exchange of like nodding and like yep. Nesta trying to reaffirm like, I'm not a threat to your child or okay. Farah. So I appreciated that, I guess. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. But... And then Nesta kind of tells them, she's like, I'll search for the troves. She's not going to let Elaine be the one to do it. I'm like, okay, I'm glad you're stepping up. But like, why'd you put Elaine through all that? Like, yeah, you can't bitch about Elaine having a quiet life. Like, Elaine was like completely right in her statement. Right. And like she said, if it was between her and Elaine, there was no choice at all. She would always go first if it meant keeping Elaine from harm, even if she just hurt her sister more than she could stomach. That made me so angry mm-hmm. because I'm like, is Feyre not your sister? Basically, no. I feel like no. she doesn't consider her a sister. I'm like, I just, it makes, like, the, like, I'm like, you are capable of understanding Mm -hmm. sacrifice. Yeah. And loving people and taking care of people. And you have, like, you, you still, you have failed her and you have never apologized for, like, you just, you suck. Yeah. I am, I am trying to like Nesta more in this book. Yeah. And it's so hard in these moments because I'm just like, what is wrong with you? So, yeah. So, like you said. Nesta says she'll search for it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the end of the conversation. Yeah. And then, so Nesta is kind of like walking away to leave and Farah goes and like catches up with her. Mm-hmm. And she wants to tell her the gender of the baby. <sighs> She's being so nice. So nice. Um, so she tells Nesta it's a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I wanted to tell you first. Yeah. But Nesta does not receive that news very well. <sighs> Yeah, it's just, I'm just like, like, good lord. Because um, she said, Safira says, I didn't realize how much I wanted a boy until I knew I would bear one. And Nesta goes, likely because having sisters was so horrible for you. And it's like, where does this come from? Like, what? And then, like, on the next page, you know, um, she mentions how it was like, you know, Elaine found out about her being pregnant first because she like guessed it because they live in the same house and she's puking um and so she says she discovered the pregnancy i wanted you to know this part before anyone else and nesta goes i hadn't realized you were keeping score and it's like 
she, she's trying to do something nice for you. Yeah. Like trying to extend the olive branch and like Nesta is and make not you feel special. It. Yeah. No, she's not accepting it. I just, uh, I know it makes me so mad. Um, so that's, you know, kind of the end of the conversation. Cassian and Azrael had been with Reese mm-hmm. and they come out from their conversation and, you know, Cassian and Nesta head on back to the house of wind. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah, the only other thing I wanted to point out, it was kind of earlier in the chapter, we um, we kind of learn that the Troves, like Nesta and Elaine and anybody that's made, so Brylan too, or Brielan, yep. however you say her name, <laughs> um, they can like detect the Troves and use the Troves, but the Troves can't be used on them. Right. Oh, that's such a or good call. Or be like influenced by them. Yeah. So just wanted to. Well, they can use the Troves, mm-hmm. but cannot be victim yeah. to the Troves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yes. So, so just point that out. That is super crucial information for sure. Mm-hmm. We clearly got distracted by yeah. Nesta. <laughs> um, all right. Chapter 22. Mm-hmm. Um, summary for this is the chaperone turns a blind eye because, mm. okay. Yeah, I had uh, two chili spices. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, because it's like, I don't know. It's very hard to range like yeah. when like. I, I probably would have given this one like three just because it's a bit more explicit. Yeah. But I didn't know in how it's written. Yeah. It's very hard to me to, to determine chili spice. Chili spice. Mm-hmm. I think I think level to which we went combined with the verbiage. The verbiage. Mm, okay. Probably makes this one three chili spices yeah. for me. I think maybe the verbiage is what is harder for me to rank versus yeah. like the actual acts. Yeah. Well, and then also, since we're starting to get into the spice, I think it's so funny. There was um, someone on TikTok, just, we we mentioned this in a previous episode, like, weeks ago, Mm -hmm. about how, like, there was some legislator who was trying to, like, ban Mist and Fury. Um, I saw someone on TikTok who was, like, counting the number of pages in Mm -hmm. these books where there was spice Mm -hmm. and doing it to, like, the overall page count to see, like, how much of this book is really, like smutty yeah and it was literally like i think for all of the books including this one like five percent like it was like such a small part of this book yeah and i was i don't know in my head i feel like we can say this now since we're starting to get into this Mm -hmm. is i felt like this book was so spicy yes but the reality is it's like it's actually a very small portion right (laughs) this book yeah when you take out like page count like yeah it's it's, not that much no i wish i could i wish i remembered the tiktok but it was like it was something like literally like only five percent of this book is remotely interesting because it seemed in my head it's way more you think it's way more but it was it was actually the same as like mist and fury and oh really yeah she's like it's like very consistently like about the same percentage interesting maybe because it's more explicit in this yeah like i said the right the verbiage in this one is a little bit more explicit so Mm -hmm. that makes it feel yeah spicier more but what were your thoughts on this chapter um, I just like that Cassian settles his score and like gets mm-hmm. even. Yes, Cassian's energy mm-hmm. in the bedroom is all I want in this life. Yes, that's it. That's the biggest thing I'm gonna say. Um, so we start out though with Cassian and Azriel kind of like in their suite, I guess. I know. I was like, <laughs> I love this like setup. How they each have their bedrooms and they have a mutual sitting room between I them. I was like, what? It reminds me of college yeah um but they're kind of like chatting about what went down at Mm -hmm. the river house yeah 
And so one of the things that they call out that I noticed is that Elaine still has powers Mm -hmm. and so does Nesta. Yes. Because we kind of brushed over that too Mm -hmm. is like they still have it. We don't quite know what it is or how it works or whatever, but they still have it. So we'll see how that plays out. And they, I think they had mentioned it. I think Amran mentioned it too in the last chapter that she wants her to scry. Yes. To try to like figure out where the troves are. Um, And as is kind of bringing that up and Cassian Cassian tells him, he's like, let Nesta try it her way first. If we go in and order her to do it, it'll backfire. Let Mm -hmm. her exhaust her other options before she realizes only one is viable. Yep. So he just like, he really understands like Nesta's thought process. He does, which is good because Mm -hmm. he seems to be the only one who's really helping her. Yeah. Um, but you know, they start bringing up the idea mm. of family, right? Yeah. Because of the news with Feyre and Reese. Yep. And Azriel asks Cassian, like, if he has ever thought about children or mm-hmm. wanted children. And Cassian is kind of like gets in his head about it and starts thinking about Nesta. Right. And how he could see that future with her. But mm-hmm. then he's remembering the awkward moment in the hall where yeah. he was, quote, quick off the mark. And it's a lot of like feelings and thoughts happening for him yeah well and also like because cassian asks as about it first yes about oh, that's like, right family first and i thought it was interesting that like cassian's noticed that Azriel kind of seems to have given up on more yeah he's like after 500 years he kind of just quit and he's like not sure why yeah so i'm like is it because of elaine because we've seen Azriel kind of like yeah. show interest in elaine so i'm wondering if he's kind of i also wonder if he's finally picking up like that more hints is on not more <laughs> yeah like yeah. is he finally just maybe he just needed to see another person to start connecting the dots in his brain and realizing maybe. like oh this just isn't gonna happen for a spy master he's pretty dumb about it he really is but we're all dumb in the world of love sometimes. i know i know so but anyways so cassian he's just like thinking about this and he just like gets up he's like turn a blind eye chaperone and we're like what? okay what's gonna happen um, so, scene changes. Oh, yeah. Nesta's in bed reading mm-hmm. a book, as we all do, when the door opens, and it's Cassian. Yes. What What are your first thoughts when he shows up? I just, I love it. He's like, we have unfinished business, mm-hmm. and he wants to clear up any confusion from the night before, which I'm like, yes, like, this is what we need, because they both had very... Yep. Like, misconstrued versions of, like, what happened. Yes. And he just, like, wants to clear it up. And I'm like, yeah, this is what we need. We yes. need to, like, talk things through. Don't he, leave things in question. He goes in so serious. Yes. Which, like, part of me is like, oh, this is, like, fun and flirty. But he's mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. I'm here to get down to business. Yes. And I'm like, okay. Yes. But oh, he's, yeah. like, like physically holding himself back. Like, <sighs> I was like, wow. This just seems like a lot. Yeah, this conversation, once again, had me, like, sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I think that's, that's the only way I know how to phrase it. It's because, like, as I'm reading, as I'm sitting in my living room and reading these, I'm just, like, <sighs> like, yeah, it's, it's just, like, tense. <laughs> like, you're just, like, tensing. Like, oh, I feel it coming. I feel it. Um, But, no, he, so she's, like, why are you even here? You made it clear enough that last night was a mistake. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, I never said that. And she said, you didn't need to. I saw it in your eyes. And he goes, the only mistake was that I came before I could taste you. I would die. <laughs> I would literally like crumple into a ball and die if that was me. Uh. Um, so let's see. So they're basically 
they both made it very clear mm-hmm. that sexy time is what they both want. Yes, but they want it to just be sexy time. Just, like, just well, physical, just sex, like stays out of the training ring. Right. Well, I appreciate that it starts out with this stays out of training, like training's not going to be affected. Mm-hmm. But then Nesta goes, this is just sex. Mm-hmm. And you can see it's apparently something shifts in his expression and he goes, just sex. And I'm like, anytime we get into the this is just sex no feelings mm-hmm. like we've seen how these movies play out we've seen how yes. this goes i'm just like okay if yeah. that's if that's what you think yeah what, which one is it with um justin timberlake and mila kunis is it friends <sighs> with benefits i think so or just friends because there was like two movies that came out yes. like back to back because it was justin timberlake and mila kunis and then it was ashton kutcher and somebody yes. else and they were like the same movie, basically. But we all know what. We happens. all know what's. Yeah, I'm just like rolling my eyes, like okay, yeah, just sex, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I just I love in a classic like feminist strong, feminist loving strong men who appreciate consent. He is just waiting there until she says yes, mm-hmm. and then he releases himself. <laughs> and I'm just like, I love that. Thank you. Yes. Um, let's see. I didn't even know this was an emoji, but I'm sure everybody else (laughs) in the world does. But it's like, so I put in like... Let me see this emoji. (laughs) Yeah. So it's the emoji where it's like the red hot... Like sweating with sweating the tear, face. with the tongue out. That's 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 the exact. When I say I'm sweating, I am that emoji. Yes, I was like, this is the perfect emoji. <laughs> so yeah, I just. Oh my goodness, I love that. So he pleasures Nesta. Ugh. He goes down on her, but that is it. He doesn't let anything else happen. He's literally just settling the score. I literally, I love it so much. Yeah. So he, she, like definitely finishes climaxes whatever yes and he grabs his shirt aimed for the door and he said now we're even like that was it like that that was it she like goes to grab him and he's like "Uh uh-uh no no like this is it this is it just we're settling the score i'm like wow self-restraint man the self-restraint yeah no because i mean they both had a great time doing that for sure so the fact that cassian was like Mm-hmm. that was really incredible but this was all i was doing today and he just walks away i'm just yeah. like how I know. I know i know i do not have great restraint at all yeah. in anything right i will buy mm-hmm. things i will eat the <laughs> cheesecake i will i'm like yo i'm a taurus yeah. i will just i mean yolo but i just so i admire this mm-hmm. very much <laughs> anyway um anything else you noticed about this chapter Mm-mm, no there's just there was good smut <laughs> it was such good smut the quote, are you always this wet for me, Nesta? I just was like, stop. Why are you this way? I love it. All right. Chapter 23? Yep. Nesta has an exciting training session with Cassian and Asriel mm-hmm. and then elicits the help of Gwyn to research the dread troves. Yes. What'd you notice? Um, I love that we got to see like As and Cassian spar in yeah. the chapter. It's just like it's something that like, would be super cool to watch, even though I know this is not real life. But yeah. in real life, it'd be super cool to watch. Um, I also imagine them moving at like such quick speeds, though, that it's like yeah, a like blur. faster than I picture like Vampire Diaries. Yes, <laughs> like yeah, when they like fight that. like that, and they're like, Rah! and you're like, I literally can't see you. Yeah, no, I picture that too. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping that like Nesta is going to figure out a way to help Gwen get her to train with her like Mm -hmm. i'm just hopeful in this chapter Mm -hmm. so 
Well, the chapter opens up with Cassian recovering. I love how this chapter starts. He said, watching Nesta climax has been as close to a religious experience as Cassian had ever had. Well, all right. That's like, that's your religious experience. I mean, I, Good I think it's hilarious, for you. but like, yes. Yep. There is a Taylor Swift song. What is it called? It's called False God. <laughs> that's what it is. There's a Taylor Swift song called False God mm-hmm. that this, this moment just brings to mind for me, yeah. for my fellow Swifties out there. You'll relate. <laughs> I just have to throw it in whenever I can. Yeah, no problem. Um, Okay, so let's see. What else? So this is the next morning. Mm-hmm. They're in training, and Nesta and Cassian are having a fun little dance. Yeah. Because it's not just the two of them this morning. Mm-hmm. Asriel has conveniently decided yes. to join training today. Mm-hmm. Um. That just made me giggle. It did. But we're moving on. Again, my timeline with this training is ridiculous. We're moving on to hand-to-hand combat already. Um, but it's fine. Whatever. And it's whatever. They're uh, Faye, Sarah. Fae. I know. And so, uh, like you said, Az is going to participate. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes, I thought I'd do some training myself before heading out for the day. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? <laughs> you chaperone. He knows exactly what he's doing. But I like that. So Cassian's kind of like watching the two of them. And he said, like, Nesta watched the shadow singer with a frankness that most people shied from. Asriel returned the look with a stillness that most people ran from. Mm. And I just, I like that he notices that, like, Az is never one to, like, question Nesta. He always just kind of, like, sits back and observes her. Yeah. Like, he's kind of the only one that doesn't seem to hate her. I think that, yeah, he doesn't seem to have an emotion towards her one way or the other. Yeah, which I think is because he's realizing there's way more going on than, like, anybody else does. Yeah, I mean, as Spymaster, you would think that that is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. how his brain works anyway. I would assume most of the time he's fairly, like... Impartial. Nu- yeah, mm-hmm. impartial and neutral. But, so, Nesta asks them to fight, which I thought was really interesting because she wants to see like what she's up against and she knows it's like different than the war that she was just participating in. Right. So she kind of wants to see how it would be like a one-on-one kind of fight. Yeah. So, and they do. I'm like, this is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my gosh, where is it? I was, uh, there was one part that just had me Where correct. she's like imagining yes. that both of them are I'm worshiping like, her, having like, sex with her. That? I was like, what? girl calm down you haven't even had sex with cassian now you want both of them you know what i don't blame her i mean yeah i don't blame her Mm -hmm. at all um but i do think it's funny how it's like the two of them just like circling each other for a while until they can like yeah distract someone and sneak sneak it in well you've been fighting the same person for like 500 years like you know all their weaknesses and everything but i like that cast or the asriel he's like super competitive he's like no somebody has to win this we can't just stop and so i love that so much and he winds up like distracting cassian by giving nesta this like look and he wins the battle which i love good for him mm-hmm. um let's see do, do, do. and then so when they're all done um cassian says to nesta you're drooling <laughs> and she goes if there was anything enticing it was seeing Azriel punch your face and he goes keep telling yourself that ness and i just I love their exchanges mm-hmm. um Let's see. Anything else on their battle? No. All right. So we pivot to the library. Mm-hmm. And Nesta's with Gwen and asking her some questions about the Dread Trove. Which I thought was a very smart um, kind of like 
option. Yeah. Because I know, like, Cassina told Azure, like, let her exhaust all her options. And this is a good one. Figure out how she wants to handle it. Right. Especially because Gwen is doing research for Meryl. So Mm -hmm. maybe she has research on the Dread Tropes. Why not? Yeah. Also, this is where the quote was, where she goes, she'd been sweating herself when they'd finished, wondering what it'd be like to be between those two male bodies, letting them turn all that lethal attention on worshiping her. I just want to throw that out there now that I found the quote. I love that. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Um, So Gwen is kind of like, I've never really heard of this, mm-hmm. but like, I'll try. Yeah. Um, And Nesta brings up training because yeah. she's... The list is still empty, mm-hmm. and Gwen is kind of like, oh, it's not really for me. Yeah. She, and Nesta, like, I like that Nesta is, like, pushing a little bit. Yeah. She's asking, she's like, is it because Cassian is training them, knowing mm-hmm. that, like, some of the females are uncomfortable? Um, and Gwen doesn't really respond, so, but Nesta sees, like, shame in her eyes. Yeah. Which I was like, why do you have shame in your eyes, mm. Gwen? But I like that Nesta doesn't push her anymore. She just kind of changes the subject. Yeah. So... I'm very appreciative that she's not breaking another poor little human. I know. Or Faye, whatever. Faye. <laughs> well, Gwen says, like, I'm not a warrior. And mm-hmm. so I think that's, like, so indicative of where her, like, mindset is. Because yeah. it's like she doesn't think she's capable of fighting. Yeah. And I think people who have experienced the kind of trauma that we mm-hmm. know Gwen has obviously can feel it, – it's really hard for them to, like – get away from feeling like a victim yeah. like they failed like they weren't able to protect themselves or protect other people right and so i think that's where like the shame in her eyes is like mm-hmm. i can't even yeah like i failed those people i'm not a warrior i can't yeah fight i can't learn to fight you would think that it would almost be the opposite that like all these women that are victims would instantly want to go train because they'd be so scared that anything Everyone would happen handles it differently. i know i'm just surprised that none of them have signed up at this point yeah you'd think of this whole group of them some of them would be had that, that mindset because that, that's how yeah. i function that i'd yeah. be like this happened to me i'm never gonna let it happen again so like yeah. what can i do to train myself mm-hmm. kind of thing so, but you're right. Like everybody handles trauma differently. I'm just surprised that nobody signed up yeah. at this point. Well, I wonder if just the nature of this group having mm-hmm. chosen isolation. Correct. They probably all are on similar. Probably on very waves. similar. Yeah. So. Um, but it's you know there's never harm in asking and yeah. opening yourself up to like mm-hmm. you know being like how's it going? You want to talk about it? Like right. So I think Nesta did a good job of showing she was like willing to discuss this with Gwen while not like you said pushing her too hard right I feel like that is like bridging into that friend territory finally because mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's what friends should do for each other mm-hmm. it's like I'm here for you if you want to talk yeah I'm gonna push you a little bit but I'm not gonna like push too hard yeah mm-hmm. kind of understand those lines a little bit yeah um and then we pivot we're back in the stairwell yes so nesta kind of decides she's gonna take the stairs slow this time mm-hmm. which i was like okay and she's like thinking as she goes yeah. she makes it to step 2000 so that's progress. i feel like it was like a really meditative experience yeah for her. Mm-hmm. especially because when she gets to 2000 it's not that she stopped because she was tired right she stopped because whatever she was thinking about and reasoning mm-hmm. she figured it out yeah she knows what she's gonna do mm-hmm. i'm like what is it i know chapter 24 chapter 24 this is the last chapter yep um so summary is nesta implements a sneaky plan to try to get priestesses to sign up for training one more time i 
love Nesta in this chapter. I rarely say yes. this, everyone, but I love <laughs> Nesta in this chapter. I, I thought this was good. I loved her idea and like how she went about it. And yes. I'm just so excited that Gwen's joining. I know. I love it. Yes. Um. So this chapter opens up in a funny way, mm-hmm. like an unexpected way. Cassian has essentially been called by mm-hmm. Clotho to have a discussion about Nesta. And you're like, Oh God, what's Nesta been doing? Yeah, I'm like, I thought that she like respected these priestesses. I'm like, what did she do that Clotho had to call her, like yes. call Cassian in? Well, well, she's been training in the library when <laughs> Clotho has clearly asked her several times yeah. to not train in the library. She's like, please stop. Yep. Nope. 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 Which, I mean, part of me like gets it. Like when you get to like the fun, exciting stuff of like punching things, mm-hmm. like I wanted to do it all the time. Yeah. I was like... Let's, I was like in the air, like shadow box, like it's fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, is she just like really into it? Mm-hmm. And she like wants to get better. Like is Nesta starting to like step into that more warrior mindset than the victim mindset? Mm-hmm. But it's distracting to the priestesses. And that's the problem. Yeah. Um, cause yeah. Cause Cassian asks, does it bother the others? And she says it distracts them. And Cassian tells her. Well, I'll, I'll go talk to her. But he goes, with your permission, of yes. course. Which I love. He's such a gentleman. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I just, I, well, I just love that the priestesses have, like, total control over yes. this place. Well, and that it's respected by yes. others. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing for, like, Reese to tell them that they have control over this place. Mm-hmm. It's another for people to, like act like that's true right because it's like cassian's you know right up there with the high lord so like he he could feel that entitlement where he could just walk in he's like it doesn't count for me right but it does it does and And he appreciates it and so does cloth though she's so sweet she says lord cassian and he says just Mm. cassian she says you are a lord in good deeds it is not a title born but earned (laughs) i love that i love it so 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 sweet well and then it goes it took him until he reached the section where clotho had said Nesta would be to shake off the high priestess's words, what they meant to him. Hmm. Sweet. Because I feel like he's constantly correcting people, like, I'm not a lord, I'm not a lord, I'm mm-hmm. not a lord. But I think it means more when somebody like Clotho says it, it and does. gives that little backstory to it. I love it. Oh, so he goes to talk to Nesta, and he sees her, like, practicing her punches. He's kind of yep. just, like, lurking and sees her. And then he startles her, which I love. Um, mm-hmm. And he tells her that she's dropping her elbow. Yes. And she's like, I just, I really liked her response. She was like, show me what I'm doing wrong. Like, yeah. come correct me. It's not like, oh, I'm not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. not, like, bickering. She's like, no, I want to learn. Like, teach me. Yeah. Because she wants to, like, correct herself. And I just love that. Mm-hmm. So he's like kind of like re-showing her like what to do. I do mm-hmm. think it's funny though that he didn't jump in with like what are you doing? Right. He's just like oh you got you got to fix this. This mm-hmm. is what you're doing wrong. Like almost like honoring the fact that she's excited about this and right. is actively doing it, and then pivoting to like all right, so mm-hmm. yes, you got to stop. Right. <laughs> but Nesta is good. Like yes. her plan brilliant this was so well thought out she wanted to piss off clotho enough by like practice training because like so cassian realizes this like he's like wait her punches were perfect this morning yeah why are they not perfect now and it's like so basically she wanted to piss off clotho enough that cassian would come down there lecture her like catch her in the act of punching stop her and show her how to do it correctly like how he actually trains while all the priestesses are watching so that they can see like what training would be like with cassian i I'm like, I was like, 
that was good. That was brilliant. That was good. Brilliant. And like Cassian realizes it. Oh, so good. It is. And I just, I think it's so funny. She goes, you can tell Clotho I won't need to practice in the library anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, job well done. Yeah. And what does he say? He's like sneaky, Archeron. Crafty. Crafty. I was like, <laughs> I love that. It is. It's so crafty. It is. That was like a full on plan. That wasn't yes. like a little thing. That no, was... that was like a five day in progress plan. Like she was training every day in the library to piss off Clotho yeah. enough to get her to call Cassian in. It's too funny. Well, it's because she, like, really wants to, like, get these priestesses in there. Because this next section really just kind of, like, showcases, like, Nesta's almost, like, and it's been showcasing. Mm -hmm. Nesta's really putting her, like, hope (laughs) in this list. Because I think it was last week where she was, like, if, like, they Mm -hmm. can't do, like, what's the hope for me? Right. And it's, like, so, like, this is just beyond, like, trying to just get people to sign up. Right. It means more than yeah. just getting priestesses to train. But it's, like, if they hadn't seen how Cassian teaches, then it's, like, there would never have been a hope for them to understand that it's, like, he's not going to just touch you. Like, he yeah. gives you the space, asks your permission. Like, yes. And they needed to see that. In and order also, to like, even what consider. the heck they even are going to be learning. Right. Because you could be, like, what, if, like, if someone was just, like, hey, go train with that, like, super intense Illyrian general you're like the frick is he gonna do to me right (laughs) yeah so but it's really sad like Nesta goes to leave that day and like nobody signed up I know and like even Clotho looked defeated at that which is like you know Clotho wants like she does she wants this to work for Nesta sad Uh, but Nesta gets back to her room Mm -hmm. and Cassian left a book for her because she was like looking at it and she's like house did you leave this for me and it's like no the house like put smutty books there it's like (laughs) no I would never give you a book like it's called the dance of the dance of battle yes so it's basically like a war focused book right the art of war basically the art of war Mm -hmm. but I just I the house in this moment just made me laugh so much being like no yeah I would never. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I like what Nessa's thinking. She's like, she realized like Cassian left it for her, like especially when she opens it, like catches the scent. But she's like, he left it for her, deemed her worthy of whatever lay inside. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, like clearly he thinks enough of you that he wants you to read this book. Yeah. Well, I mean, how love, like, I mean, we're book people. It's mm-hmm. like when you share one of your like favorite books with somebody, yeah. you're like, I know. This means so much. Like, do you like this? Please like this. Like, I know. It's just a connection. It is. I thought it was crazy. Nesta actually enjoys this book. Yeah. She's like reading it as she's eating, like can't put it down. I, I like, love it. I was very impressed. I love it. Um, and she's like, wow, there's a lot more to war than I thought. Like, or a lot yeah. more to battles. And it's like, yeah, there is. Like, it's it's a dance. Like, mm-hmm. So I think that's good. Yeah, I do really appreciate that. Um, we also get a little bit more of like Nesta's inner monologue about the idea of like failure Mm -hmm. and it just made me so sad she said did it matter if the priestesses didn't show up for training beyond her own reluctance to concede failure did it matter and she goes it did somehow it did she had failed in every aspect of her life utterly and spectacularly failed and keeping others from realizing it had been her main purpose she had shut them out had shut herself out because the weight of all those failures threatened to shatter her into a thousand pieces it's heavy. That is heavy. And it does, as much as I'm hating how she's behaving, mm-hmm. it does give good clarity into, like, 
what's driving her behind those decisions. Yeah, it's just like hiding her failures, hiding her like imperfections. But it's like, dude, nobody's perfect. I know. I wish. But people are so critical. Like you only see the positives in other people. It's like basically social media feeds. Like it's not real life. It's Mm -hmm. it's what you put the glamour on for, you know. Yeah, and it's it's hard if you like feel like you've failed in all of these areas to Mm -hmm. like reconcile. Yeah any goodness out of it especially if that's how you've been thinking about yourself your whole life that's like 20 plus years of failure thought failure thought to try to like reconfigure yeah so it is sad that that is how she thinks of herself because i i don't think that that's fair no i don't think so i think she's been a bad sister in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. like i think she's a bit of a bitch in a lot of ways but to be like she has utterly she has utterly and spectacularly failed in like all these aspects of her life. I'm like, it's a little harsh. That's a little harsh. Yeah. Um. Okay. So last scene we pivot to, mm-hmm. um, Nesta's back in the library, and she sees like Clotho's expression, and at first she's like not really sure, but then she figured out like it was excitement, and she's mm-hmm. pointing to the pillar where the sign up sheet is, and there's a name. Gwyn signed up for training. Yeah so exciting i'm so excited like i'm so excited to see like how she as a priestess will grow from this yes like i think it's gonna be and like how that's gonna impact the other priestesses like Mm -hmm. i think this is gonna be such good growth for all of them yeah well and then again just thinking back to her statement of i'm not a warrior Mm -hmm. and it's like okay but you're choosing right training so you want to be clearly you want to be and i just i love that you know like growth yeah already i'm so excited for it at least i'm assuming growth but it's one of those things where it's like she's trying right she's trying to work through that trauma i mean if nest is growing clearly everybody else is gonna grow like let's just (laughs) the bar has been set that's true that's fair but that is the end of this um episode but also the end of part one yeah we're about to move into part two which is called blade Ooh. Ooh. i'm guessing we're gonna start with sword fighting swords i don't know i don't know i mean we already moved to -to hand-to-hand combat after three weeks so i feel like (laughs) swords are gonna be next week's so sassy about the timeline i know so what are we reading next week um next week we are doing chapters 25 through 29 there's going to be a lot of fun training stuff going on, some mm-hmm. stuff about the Dread Troves, so lots of good stuff. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think about this set of chapters? Yeah. Would you have rated, how would you have rated the Cassian Nesta scene with chili spices? How many chili spices? Yes. Because, I mean, some people read things like Ice Planet Barbarians, which I know we have not touched. No. Um, so again, their scale mm-hmm. might feel a little bit different from ours. So mm-hmm. I'm curious what y'all think, <laughs> but, um, let us know what you thought, any, um, ideas you had about this chapter and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to a court of fairies and fangirls, a Sarah J Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. You can find us on Instagram at at fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye! Bye!